Welcome to the Shell Harbour Salvation Army podcast. If you are ever in Shell Harbour, come and worship with us 10am Sundays. Check out shellharboursalvos.com or our Facebook page for more info. So this week, Jess and the boys and I went down to the Kiama Markets. It's a great place. I've got a picture. Um, You've got the beach in the background. (laughs) That's me getting excited about a gingerbread man with the beanie you made for me. (laughs) Um, (coughs) Yeah, it's awesome fun. Local produce, which is very exotic for us city types. You can take that down now. I've had enough of it. (laughs) Anyway... um, (laughs) So we, we, we um, bought some gingerbread man and went for a long walk around the water there. And as we were coming back, we saw this mum struggling with her um, little son, trying to get, it off his, get him off his grandma. And um, the little boy was kind of worked up and thrashing about, and she grabbed him to take him, and the boy bit her. <laughs> and then we got in the car to drive home, and Patrick said, Dad, why was that little boy not being nice? And I said, well, he was only a very little boy. He might know the difference between nice and not nice. And Patrick said, I was a little boy and I was nice. <laughs> and I said, well, most of the time you were nice. Sometimes you weren't nice. And he goes, I was nice. <laughs> and I said, Patrick, one must remove the plank of wood from their own eye. <laughs> before they concern themselves with the speck of dust in their brother's eye. And I looked in the rearview mirror and saw Patrick and saw the look of complete bemusement on his face. (laughs) Well, today we're going to talk about judgment, specifically how we judge others. And this is a topic about which many of us feel completely bemused. If we open the New Testament, it won't take long for us to find a stern denouncement of judging. Jesus said, judge not lest ye be judged. We always say it in the King James Version for some reason. (laughs) Paul said to the Romans, he said, where are we? Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. James, in his letter to the early church, said, He who judges his brother speaks against the law. Now, this seems pretty straightforward. Black and white. Do not judge. Don't do it. It's not your right. And this appeals to many of us. We live in a culture which hates judgment. We're all about permissiveness and being tolerant and letting people just live their life about freedom. And on top of that, many of us have been judged and felt it to be an awful experience. Don't judge seems to work. And us in the church, if you've grown up in the church, you've kind of got this reputation of being part of a place that's full of judgmental know-it-alls, you know what I mean? Pharisee types looking down on the heathens. And we don't want to have any part of that. I certainly don't. So don't judge. Sounds good. I like it. But... But there are these times when it kind of feels like judging is the right thing to do. I mean, what about that friend who's getting a bit too close to a married man? Some of us have seen that turn into an affair and seen the damage that does to families. Are we supposed to just ignore that? And what about that fellow who's just way too aggressive in the way he deals with people? especially women, maybe. 
Do we just let that go until he burns through all his relationships, till he becomes someone that people avoid? Is that a loving Christian thing to do? What about that person who's got so much pride they can't submit to Jesus? Or that person with an addiction and you can see that it's tearing their life apart? What about that person with a recurring sin and you can see how much damage it's doing to them? Surely we should have a word with these people and say, hey, man, this is ruining you. Sometimes it seems like judging is the most loving thing to do. Well, we're going to look at what Jesus has to say on the matter and hopefully upgrade from um, complete bemusement to a vague understanding. It's a modest goal. If someone asks you during the week, how was the sermon on Sunday? And say, yeah, I really felt I got a vague understanding of the text. <laughs> Matthew 7. And Jesus says, this is his words, Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now we're going to look mostly at this next section. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Now to understand this, we need some context. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount. And if you remember anything about the Sermon on the Mount, it's mostly Jesus saying, this is how things work in the world, but this is how things are going to work in my kingdom. So he says, in the world you want to be rich, but in my kingdom, blessed are the poor. In the world you want to be a tough guy, a warrior who takes what he needs, but in my kingdom, blessed are the peacemakers. And here he's saying, in the world, we judge as if we ourselves are beyond judgment. Well, in the world, people judge as if they themselves are beyond judgment. They judge harshly. They judge with arrogance. They judge with condemnation. But that's not how judgment is going to work in the kingdom of God. If we look at the last verse, we see that Jesus does allow for some judgment. He says, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. We can remove specks, but Jesus is saying there are some very important things we need to do first. Some things we have to consider. Some things we have to get right. And if we don't have these things right, don't even think about judging somebody. And we're going to look at three of these things. Three of these things, really quickly. You can call this segment, How to Remove a Speck, or How to Judge Like a Christian, or Judgment in the Kingdom of God. Take your pick. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. Number one, the first thing we need to do is recognize that we are sinners too. You can't ask someone to get down on their knees unless you're willing to get down on your knees with them. And when Jesus says you've got to take the plank of wood out of your own eye before you try and get the speck out of dust out of somebody else's, he's using like comedic exaggeration to say we're all really good at seeing the sins and faults of others, but we can have huge sins and faults ourselves and completely miss them. We're like that 200 kilo lady who opens new idea and say, geez, Angelina Jolie's put on a couple of kilos, you know? 
We can see faults in others, but we don't see them in ourselves. And Jesus says that's just being hypocritical. It's no good. It's not going to work in his kingdom. It's ugly and it's awful. We need to be aware of our own sin before we even think about telling somebody else about their sin. And I think it's a good idea that if you feel like you really need to speak to someone, before you do it, say a short prayer saying, God, I know I'm a sinner too. And I need you to work in my life just as much as anyone's. I'm no better, Lord. Just acknowledge that with God before you speak to someone. When we judge, we should be aware that we are sinners too. The second thing we need to do is be aware that we have very little idea what we're talking about. Humans are terrible judges, really bad. I did one law subject at school, psychology and law, and all they did was show us over and over again that we're really confident of our perception, but we're just terrible. Our memories are way worse than we think. We, don't, we can't pick things. Ten people can see the same event and have ten different stories. Happens all the time. And if we think about all the famous court cases, you know, Lindy Chamberlain found guilty when she wasn't. O.J. Simpson found not guilty when he totally was. That British nanny, the jury found, him, found her guilty and the judge let her off. I mean, we're, we're poor judges. In the end, we're kind of like that guy down the pub watching the football, screaming, uh, I don't know why they picked that bloke in the second row, he's useless. He shouldn't even be playing second grade, he's terrible. Meanwhile, the coach has played, you know, 100 games and coached for 10 years and won three premierships. So what would he know? And the bloke in the pub's just run water for the wing-dang pelicans. It's just like, no disrespect for the wing-dang pelicans. Like, they're a quality outfit, but still. We're not great judges. We need to be aware of that. There is only one infallible judge, and that is God. When we judge, we should judge with humility. And the third and perhaps most important thing is that we should judge with love and care. Judge with love and judge with care. Our twin boys turned one yesterday. I didn't enjoy it too much, but they turned one. <laughs> and that meant about a year ago, we were in hospital and Jess was um, waiting to go in to get the babies removed. And um, the midwife comes out and she says, oh, look, how are you feeling? It's going to be okay. It won't be long. And you're going to have your beautiful babies. It's going to be great. We're going to take care of you. And I think, I don't know whether it was the surgeon lady or whatever, she came out too and said, it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. I even checked in with me to see if I was okay. I didn't have anything to complain about. But yeah, they cared for us. They loved us. And when you think about removing a speck of dust from somebody's eye, that's a delicate thing. It takes precision. It's a kind of surgery. And nobody wants a surgeon who doesn't care about them. An uncaring surgeon is kind of useless. So when we judge someone, when we tell them that something's not going right with you, we should do it with love. Don't... Get on your high horse and think they're now beneath you. Love them. Maybe even love them a little bit more. And that can be a powerful thing because we're showing them the love of Christ. A love that doesn't depend on whether we do the right thing. A love that's there always. That kind of love can change a life. When we judge, we should do it with love. Friends, we can't live in a world where everyone's just judging willy-nilly. 
telling everybody else they're doing the wrong thing, thinking, oh, that person's an idiot. Just, you know, trying to get on the high horse. That would be an ugly and an awful place. But at the same time, nobody wants to live in a world where you can be going down a dark path and no one bothers to warn you off it. We need to judge with an awareness that we have sin. Judge with humility. Judge with love. That's how you remove a speck. That's how a Christian judges. That is judgment in the kingdom of God.